Movie Stuntastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Stuntastic or want to become a part of Movie Stuntastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Stuntastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesuptastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Suptastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Called a small anaconda. Here you get the big one. Here. <laughs> they changed the DNA. Hello. Oh, hey. Let me in. Let me in. All right. Thirty seconds. TV spot. They destroy. Sorry. Yesterday, they became. It's not human. the order I put it in. It changed the order the itself. The masters of suspense and science fiction are unanimous in their acclaim. Wes Craven, the director of Scream, calls it truly terrifying. Yeah. David Cronenberg says it's intense. And Clive Barker calls it relentless, smart, and scary. Relentless, smart, and scary. Okay. Now we're good. <laughs> How come nobody's seen it? I think we have. Yeah, several times. I don't know. Technology, it's great when it works, but... Am I, am I good to talk now? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Welcome, everyone, to Movie Sucktastic episode something or other. 284. Um, 284, Joey knows. He's the keeper of the numbers. I am the keeper of the snark. And welcome to Movie Sucktastic. Uh, apologize for not being on last week. I wasn't feeling well, and I said, fuck this shit. Yeah, but I'm better now. I, I Later in the day, I was fine. I had texted Scott to make sure we were a go, and we were, and he wasn't feeling well. And I was like, you know what? Just something something just came over me, too, where it's like, you know, I don't feel that great either. Yeah. So I was like, let's just take the fucking night off and uh, just get Bucket. better. Yeah. Again, if this was our job and we were making money doing this, you would have got, you would have had two very sick people trying to talk about Mimic. I wish is my job. <laughs> it would be nice. Yeah. Hey, I guarantee it wouldn't pay as much as my job now, though, so I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, well, it depends. Um, 
Speaking of people doing this job full time, I want to mention something briefly. Yeah, uh, I, I plugged that the podcast or the the YouTube show. The he YouTube. has a podcast as well, but I haven't listened to it. Um, uh, Dead Meat. Yes. And does a kill count? They just recently did Suspiria because the remake's coming out. Oh. The remake looks fucking bizarre and interesting. Well, you know who the director of the remake is, right? I don't remember his. I can't remember his name. It's just too Italian. But it's the guy that directed. Call Me By Your Name is oh. doing the remake for Suspiria. That which, seems like a that seems like a reasonable jump. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I, I fuck? you know what? Uh, he's in not in he's probably in our age group, uh, uh, but because he grew up watching Argento and probably yeah. just is in love with uh, Italian cinema specifically. Um, what? Nothing. What? <laughs> I, as I said before, uh, my Plex has a category called Italian cinema. Oh, jeez, yeah. And it's all just fucking shit. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he's probably just in love with the Giallo, and uh. he just probably jumped at the opportunity to do this. So that. Even though he went from Call Me By Your Name to something like this, I I just got a feeling that oh, he it, probably is holding this close to the vest and wants to make sure to Hey, all I know is all I know is I watched the trailer like earlier this week for that new the new Suspiria film and right. it's almost unrecognizable to the original except for a few things and thank fucking Christ because I'm telling you, as a as a high schooler who was in love with Argento, as a 45 year old, I'm like with this fucking untalented fuck. <laughs> and now, all right, and before anybody gets pissed off, right? I I just rewatched Suspiria because Kill Count was doing it, and Holly was like, "I've never seen this." Oh so, wow! We should watch this together. Good opportunity. An hour in, right? And then an hour into it, she's like, "I can't finish this," and I said, <laughs> I, "I can't blame you," because his visuals. His color choice, sure. his framing, just fucking the, beautiful. The shot in, in the ceiling, the falling yeah. of the ceiling. I mean, that alone. Right. The problem is he insists on writing his own scripts. Yeah. And yeah, that's a problem. For the love of Christ, it's like Kevin Smith. Let someone else write your fucking films for a change. <laughs> Try just directing. Just, just give. Oh. Now, uh, yeah. I read a, a little while ago, not that long ago. Uh, pretty much when the trailer broke for the first time, which was sometime in the summer, <sighs> that Tarantino reached out, reached out to uh, the director personally to just to let him know how much he loved his remake of Suspiria. Oh, really? Yeah. So if Tarantino was coming out uh, saying it was I, something special, it might be something special. I, I, I. I... <laughs> what? Tarantino's blessing doesn't sell it for me. <laughs> okay. But the trailer looked interesting. And again, I said the trailer looked like he's like, okay, let's see what we can do with this with a real story. It's like, oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, the only thing I wanted to mention briefly, and I, and I have not yet, I, I, I again, I'm not like in, embedded in the show like a teenager is, like my daughter. So I, I don't automatically like like know where he's going to know. If oh, I okay. post something, I mean, I don't I don't want to I don't know if I want to I don't want to post on fucking YouTube, but I couldn't find his emails. Like, All right, fuck this shit. Uh, wait, 
But my basic point was during Suspiria, I'm watching it. It's been ages. And she's talking to this the guy girlfriend uh, or the boyfriend of his one friend of hers that disappears. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I tell I turn to Holly twice. I said, Look, a young Udo Kair. So I look at those eyes. That looks like a young Udo Kair. I said it twice, right? And I'm like, wait a minute. I look it up. It's Udo fucking Kair. <laughs> and and so so what pissed me off was, wait a minute. Not only does and I love the guy. I don't even remember uh, J J J J something. J Jance, I think. I forget his, his name. name? He's, okay. he's he's great. I love him. Um, but not only did he not mention Udo Kair when he's going through this entire film. It's the second film he's had with an appearance by Udo Kair that he has not mentioned Udo Kair. And and you said you let him know about it, but you don't know if he's seen it. I said I, I haven't let him know about it because I didn't know what format was best to communicate with him because I'm not a fucking teenage girl. Got it. So I, you know, I just like so I, let I still him know haven't, about like, it. I'm sure he'll he'll address it. I, I I've, I've I've wanted to reach out and say, hey, I do a, I do a podcast too, and I I do a podcast as well. Uh, and, but you know, you have production value, and I love your shit. And you know, yeah, because he does and, it for a living. Right. I, if and we did gonna, it for a living, we'd have production value too. <laughs> I, I, I'm not I'm not knocking us. I'm praising I him. Know, I know. And 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 everything he says, almost almost down to a letter, is everything that you and I would agree on, agree on. Like even though he's younger than us, it's like this right. guy's on the same fucking wavelength. You know, it's interesting. Except the, that he's not mentioning Udo Kair. He might be too young for that, but I don't I, know. No, no, he's he's making fucking references. He's not too young. He does his research. He knows who Udo Kair is. It's interesting. Um, Udo. The Exotica convention in Edison is this weekend. And, <laughs> uh, I was going back and forth with uh, my sister-in-law, who owns the Rabbit's Den Tattoo Shop uh, in uh, Milltown, New Jersey, 120 mm-hmm. Main Street, if anyone needs a tattoo. Got a tattoo there, myself. Um, so she got an email from a uh what looks to be a porn celebrity an adult uh-huh. film star and we got into a conversation about uh, well first i was like am, what am i your go-to porn person <laughs> and she's like uh yeah <laughs> I, I was like i don't know in my head i'm like am i should i should i be insulted or should i be flattered i, I don't know the like she, the first person she thought of to say who is this person she contacted me. So Did you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, but there's a, a, a younger person that works in the shop, and he's only like 22, 23 years old. I said, you know, he might have known too. And she's like, he hasn't seen Ghostbusters. I can't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> Jokingly, of course. Everybody loves this kid. But I was like, yeah, dude, he hasn't seen Ghostbusters? Yeah, I, I, I can't can't either so i get the uh, the young uh reference like that the, there's a kid that i work with who uh hasn't seen a lot of things either he's seeing stuff because i've added him to my plex and yeah. i've recommended stuff but it's 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 that age gap you know it's like i don't even 10, know why bring... 15 year yeah. age gap yeah i i feel like i'm like i'm like 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 a like a grand like in my in my perspective, it's like, you know, I remember when, you know, <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> you know, when we used to do the two step down and pay a nickel for gin. <laughs> the uh, fuck are you talking about, Grandpa? <laughs> you know, no, I don't. Uh, you will. We called it a sloppy Susie and you only got it on two. 
I don't want to know what you're talking about. Don't want to know. All right. Don't want to. So know. I, I sidetracked, but I was like, I just like I wanted to bring up that and that and Udo Kair. Um, but uh, today on Movie Sucktastic, we're reviewing uh, Joey's challenge to me, which was Mimic from 1997. And Guillermo I have two, del Toro. And I'm just going to tell you in advance, I have two choices for a challenge back to you, and I might let you decide. Okay. Because I like them both. Okay. Oh man, I'm excited now. I like it All when right. there's multiple choices and there's a deciding factor. I, I bring I, that I, to you sometimes, and I like. I, it. I might not let you choose either. I don't know yet, but uh, so. Well, so, I mean, that's um, the whole point. You're supposed to choose. <laughs> well, the week before we had done the Nest, which was a killer cockroach movie. Yes. And so Joey recommended uh, Mimic, which is a giant killer cockroach movie. Yeah, it's. Um, which I don't have a copy of, so I have to get one. Uh, now there's a director's cut. Did you? Are you aware of this? That's the one I re- watched to review. No, you did not. Yeah. No. Yeah. That was the director's cut? Oh, you mean on, of, uh, of The Nest? No, of Mimic. Yeah. Did you watch pl- Did you watch the copy off my Plex? Yeah. That's the director's cut. What was different from the original? I, dude, I don't know. It's six minutes longer. That's it. I got to go back and watch the, the theatrical. theatrical is like an hour 45. This is an hour 51. I... It must be all. Uh, I read a lot about. Uh, I read into a lot of Guillermo's um, issues with making this film. I'm sure it was uh, edited for pacing. Uh, anything added in might have just been no. extended. Now, well, the one thing I can say is is Guillermo has a huge problem with second unit directing. Oh, really? He hates it. Yeah, and and apparently his big thing with this film was that the second directing units were not only filming shit ignoring his like color scheme and, and thematic scheme, but also filming shit that he didn't want that the Weinsteins wanted. Oh god. We'll, we'll get into that later. But so so I didn't this do was, any any real homework like that for this. I just did not have the time. I was hoping oh. that you did and yet again, you did not disappoint. Well I wish I had, had the director's cut with the commentary to watch, which I did not. Mine didn't have but commentary? I, okay. I didn't check. Because I didn't know it was a director's cut. Because exactly. I didn't see any differences that I remembered from when I watched it originally. Usually, so I'll, I'll throw the uh, the poster uh, on Plex so that it is signified as a director's cut. You didn't in could, this case. I couldn't find one. I couldn't find one. There's, so, one, out, there's, there's one out there. Is there? Yeah, you failed. Um, the Blu-ray is available on Amazon for $10 right now, or $9.99. Well, I'm just pointing that that's out. That's like $9 too much. Director's cut would hit with Garamo's commentary. I thought about getting it because <laughs> I don't have a copy of it. So there. Well, um, well anyway, so you you challenged this to me, I and did. and uh, I remember seeing this when it first came out and hating it, and me I too. just rewatched it. Uh, <laughs> like I, I actually rewatched it this evening because yesterday was Halloween and we were too busy giving out full size candy bars. That's right, motherfuckers. How how was your turnout? It we we ran out at eight o'clock. Wow, I ran out of seventy five full size fucking candy bars at eight o'clock. I had to run out and buy a couple bags of fun size, uh, wow. so we could last the last hour because the, the town actually has it from like six to nine. Oh okay, yeah we uh, we ended up at Janie's uh, near the Rabbit's Den, and um, we ended up in Milltown and. What a great Halloween town that is. It's just kids everywhere. Now, Dude. there are sections where I live that are like that, but they're not all because this town is so huge. 
but the center of town where they have the all the parades and stuff just mobbed with kids and they do that until eight o'clock dude i love texas i love my new neighborhood we had oh we easily had a hundred kids wow easily and there was definitely more than that and um and there's nothing better than me standing there leaning over a little kid as they look up and say wow it's so big it's just it's it's a great feeling that is so fucking gross (laughs) (laughs) but it's true we had kids like wow we hit the jackpot and like they're running down the driveway we got full size is fucking awesome (laughs) and i was that was me that was all me my my wife even she's she even uh holly even admitted to me while we're out there says i didn't realize it'd be such a big deal says i did no it is a big fucking deal and you know what when you buy the fun size uh it's not that much less than if you bought full size no it's really not that much less so they're making bank on giving you less yeah and i'm like so these little kids are coming up with the little pals i'm like thunk (laughs) have a good night oh wow holy shit mister (laughs) yeah yeah <laughs> and I'm not, and I wasn't kidding. One kid actually said, "It's so big." It's <laughs> like I'm a, I'm getting a bellyache looking at it. <laughs> hold hold my hands up. It wasn't me. Um, awesome. So, did you dress up or no? No, no. But but I did put Dead Alive on, on the big screen TV in the living room. Oh really? Yeah. So as they're coming to the this, door, I'm, they can see this TV. Well, I thought they couldn't because it's on the wall to this side and the doorway is over here. But then I went to get the doorbell rang once and there was like four kids. And apparently if you lean all the way to the left on the with the uh, our glass door open, right. you could just see the TV. And it was during the lawnmower sequence at the end. And I come out <laughs> and there's three kids and there's one little kid. It's little, like maybe 10, 12. He's, he's at the maybe eight. I don't know. I can't tell ages i i fucking don't care okay. Okay. but the little this little one i don't know what he was dressed up with but he's at the far left of the door and he's like this <laughs> like someone's having a nightmare tonight well yeah. and you know what that is something that as an adult he'll be like there was this one time when i went trick-or-treating he'll remember that forever forever yeah, there is remember. shit that when i was that age and i you know saw a movie uh like for instance i walked home uh, from school, and The Thing was on HBO, and my father was watching it in the other room, and I come home, my mother, she's like, she shoes me out of the room, and it's the scene where uh, Kurt Russell's character, Mac, is doing the blood test, oh, and then yeah. there's a scene where it hits the ceiling, uh-huh. forever burned in my brain, <laughs> forever, it's like, well, I, I walked in on that, and I'm like, Never going to like ever forget this image, and I and I, I never have. When that scene comes on, when I watch the movie, I get a flashback to when I was like eight. And you know what's funny is like before like the trick or treating started, Holly was saying to me, you know, maybe next year we'll get like one of these those blow up things in the yard, because like the guy across the street has a bunch of them. Right. And then a- after after that night, I was like, you know what, that guy across the street may have dropped a couple hundred dollars or so on his 10-foot fucking elephant with a Halloween mask and the two glowing ghosts with lights wrapped around him. And every fucking kid that came on our street, when they go home, what's the one thing they're going to remember? Full-size Full Snickers, size. motherfucker. Full-size <laughs> Snickers. Boom. Now, That's it. I dressed up as Rick Sanchez. I saw, yes. And th- we're, I think I'm going to be dressing up 
every year again because this year we had uh, my nephew's birthday party and my son's birthday party because they're only two days apart. So this year we had their birthday party. And we decided to do a Halloween birthday party and told everyone just like, get dressed up if you want, you know, and it was a huge success. So I think we're going to do it every year. So I already have my costume picked out for next year because Danny is on a back to the future, like kick Uh right now. He is all about back to the future right now. He banked or he, uh, he, um, he marathon watched. All three films, Saturday, and I said, you know, I got, I got the lab coat, I got the pants. All I got to do is change my shirt and get a different wig, and I could be Doc Brown. You could be Marty McFly, and he was so excited. Yeah. So, give it a year. Well, that's the thing. I already have a backup costume yeah. if he decides that he doesn't <laughs> want to do that. So. Well, but, dude, like this is the first time in over a decade that I've actually enjoyed Halloween night because our last neighborhood up up in Jersey was shit. The kids were assholes, and they and it was like that that kind of neighborhood where oh, Halloween's on a Wednesday, so we're gonna have trick or treating at three p.m. on a Saturday. What the fuck is this? Wait, they were doing that in your neighborhood? Up up north, yeah. Dear God, never. No, yeah, no fucking like, oh, way. We can't go out at night; it's too dangerous. Let's go out to come and d- down here. No. The the only negative thing about Halloween down here was that parents were dropping the kids off and then following them with their hazard lights on. Oh, they were doing that last night. Dude, get out of your fucking SUV and walk with your children, you lazy cocksucker. No, I made it a point to walk with my kids. I was I, dressed up too, so. Dude, it was just. It, and a lot of parents came up to our door with the kids and thank you. It was like a really great night. Mm. Did you have any adults uh, come to your door in costume? What trick or treating? Yeah. No, with I their mean, kids. Like, like yeah, I was yeah. dressed up. No, we had we had a decent number. Yeah. Did they get uh, a was... full size candy bar? No, the parents didn't ask for candy. They're taking their kids around. Okay, I'm just curious because I we was... got one. We got one group of teenagers. Were like, hey, Merry Christmas, and I was like, All right, whatever. You're not. You're. You know. At least you you, you, you put know, it off. You know what ass. I didn't like last night that annoyed me, and I, I feel like I'm the you know get off my lawn guy at, uh, doing this. There were kids <laughs> not in costume where they took their book bag and they put it around the front, and they had it open and they walked up trick or treat like not in costume. All they had oh. was a book bag. Wow. They were wearing it backwards. Hey, uh, at least at least the the few teenagers we got had like at least a mask on or something in a bag is like, I was like, all right, I'm not going to give shit. Cause you know, I'm, I'm sorry. He was like, you don't want to get eggs. I don't give a fuck about being egged, but you know, these kids are all right. I would have given them eggs. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Here, here's a fucking egg. It's like, here's listen, some you're not in I, and even when I was a kid and I saw kids not in costume doing that, it annoyed me. So well, yeah. Well, cause, cause you're a rational human being and well, there's very few of us left. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to lump myself into that. No, no, it's, it's fine. It's but, fine. Yeah, but, my, my my best part of the entire Halloween night yeah. was a little girl like comes and she's crying before she even gets to me. And the mother's like, "Someone's tired already." She's all cranky. So she comes, little princess uniform uh, costume, but she's all crying. And I put a Snickers bar in her, in her thing, and she's like, looks up to me. She's like little tearies. So, so I was like, I pull out an extra bag of M and M's and throw it in. Like her face light, lights up. Like, that's right i'm the hero tonight i'm the man that's it. <laughs> all the best candy fine yeah full that's size, right you come bitch. back next year 
would have been funny if you went to that little girl and just and you dropped it in there like you're dropping the mic full size bitch yeah <laughs> restraining order i was sober that <laughs> night so let's not okay tonight we're on, on my third glass of uh absinthe actually Ooh, nice do you do the uh the sugar cube thing yeah yeah the for the first glass by the third glass i'm like whatever well, no it's only good for the first because after that you're like i'm not doing that again i'll tell you what at least unlike the time at your at your house when i had absinthe this is still nasty but i'm, I'm not fighting a gag reflex <laughs> i still have that bottle it's on my bar still with yeah. the strainer and everything is it still got stuff in it uh yeah yeah there's still some left yeah don't drink that that was fucking nasty um i don't know does that stuff go uh, bad i mean i don't know i don't even I don't, know I doubt well, it. what's the proof on that i don't even know well the bottle i'm drinking tonight that um my daughter procured somehow um oh, is yeah. 110 proof okay that should last a really long time i no, we're halfway through the bottle no no i mean like like I've had this bottle on my, my, uh, my on my bar for ten oh, years. Okay. <laughs> what? It was a housewarming gift ten years ago. I bought a, I bought like a huge, uh, like bottle of um, bullet rye. Yeah. Like two weeks, like a week ago, and then like last night my wife looked at it. I was like, "You're already like a third through that." I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a large guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, she she every time I say that now she gets angry, so I don't say that anymore. But what oh. I said is, I listen to the news every day, <laughs> and just leave it at that. Yeah, that's that's all. I you heard know. you guys voted early. Holy fuck! I, I know we're not even talking about mimic I, right now. I know, but but dude, I I feel like a fucking idiot because I'm I'm in Texas. I have a friend in Texas who's a journalist. Michael Russell. Okay. And in like he's texting about like early turnouts already. And and having spent my entire voting life in Jersey, meant I'm just like my brain's just clicking off saying, Oh, I guess it's provisional ballots. Oh, the write in ballots for people that are gonna be away. Okay, you click. And then the kid at work's like, Well, yeah, early voting. Says, I'm like, Yeah, the provisional. Says, No, you go and vote early. It's like, wait, 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 wait. You mean uh-huh. we actually we can actually vote early? So yeah, I went yesterday. What? It's, it, it's like it's like you it's 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 like a subconscious thing. My brain was just rejecting it because of Jersey for so long. Can you How do f- that everywhere or no? No, right? No, not every like state. It, has it's really- not a New Jersey doesn't allow you to vote early. No, not not every state has really voting. But holy fucking shit! What? How do, we voted. Uh, we went to breakfast Sunday morning, and then we right. got online a half an hour early, and we voted. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, I would love that because oh, I have to figure out a ever- way. Well, not figure out a way. I either have to do it before I go to work or as soon as I get home. And either one yeah. is inconvenient. But it's going to get yeah. done. But fuck. I, it was beautiful. I'm hoping traffic L- will be lighter. Well, they voted on like Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I saw. I saw. Yeah. Oh, I, I and, 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 um, uh, I still don't understand why, uh, they allow, um, Alzheimer's patients to to um to vote to no to to <laughs> to to be the people that you go to to vote. Oh well, I don't. They, you know why? Because they're one of the only ones left well, that volunteer to do it. Why do we have volunteers at the election booths? What the fuck is I, this, dude? I don't know, but it's like it's it's yep. the, it's like that where I live, and I imagine Holly it's and like I, that everywhere. Holly and I went up at the exact same time. 
driver's licenses. Bam. I took two minutes longer because my driver's license didn't scan, which I'm assuming is because the first one I got had the wrong birth date. And oh. and the old lady that's manning that the book. What? How'd they screw that up? I don't know, but they fixed it. That's all okay. I care about. Um, that was actually easy, too, because they just said, oh, just email us. Like the, like the thing said, email, I, I, I went to the site and it said, email us. Just gave an email address, no form or anything. So I emailed them and said, yeah, I got the wrong birth date. And then they sent me a driver's license with the right one. They didn't even confirm it. Jesus Christ. Like, how do you know it's the right one? <laughs> so, but I got to go but, with six points of ID in this fucking state. Yeah, right? Oh, no, no. No, it was a nightmare getting the driver's license, but having it corrected took nothing. Wow. Um, but um, uh, the old lady, since she couldn't scan it, she had to do it manually. Right. And she couldn't read the driver's license. <laughs> and we had a spirited two-minute debate over what was my first name and what was my last name. Really? I can't, I can't even begin to describe you. How was I? Scott? Scott. Wilson? Wilson. Wilson Scott? Scott Wilson. Is Wilson your first name or last name? Scott Wilson. So is it Scott? Scott. Wilson Scott? Scott Wilson. This went on for a good minute solid, at least. <laughs> but I still was able <laughs> well, to Well, let, let's 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 be fair. Did you were you getting a kick out of it and prolonging it too? Because uh, <laughs> it sounds no, like you might I'm, have. No, because I didn't know what was going on until <laughs> after we it didn't occur to me till she uh, it didn't occur to me till she finally got to the address and I had to spell it for her that I realized she can't fucking see the driver's license. She, come on, please. <laughs> but it worked out. We voted. I double checked everything, and then and it was like, oh, we still have the whole day. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I don't get Tuesday off. It's not a presidential election. I only get Tuesday election well, day when it's presidential. That's because they don't. Your video just is breaking up and freezing on me, real bad. Not my fault. <laughs> All right, so mimic, mimic, giant mimic. cockroaches. Yes, giant. This is yeah. This is, this is Guillermo del Toro's first American film. You're a cockroach, right? Now it's his first American film. He, right. Um, so, so actually, I wanted to pull up. Did he do? He did. Um, Fuck the um, Devil's Labyrinth. Devil's Labyrinth. Uh, he did uh, the Devil's Backbone. He did that after this. Actually, that was he did that. He didn't do anything for like three years, four years after Mimic, and the next thing he did was the Devil's Backbone, which makes fucking sense because you were talking about how they're fucking with his shit. Mm -hmm. So it makes complete sense that it's he went back and he did a, uh, a Spanish film. And it's like, yeah, because he had total control over it, and that's why it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and it depends on if you're, what, what credits you're looking at. Mm. Um, but the directing credits, yeah, he did Kronos. Uh, well, Mimic then, uh, was only his second film ever. Right. Not even just American. It was like his second movie ever. He did Kronos, and then he did Mimic. So I can right. understand, you know, the ignoring Weinstein's. His, yeah, exactly. His, Ignoring his short film and TV work, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and the Weinsteins are like, listen, you know, we're putting a lot of money on this guy. He's only made one other thing. We want to make sure, blah, 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 do it this way, do it that way. You know, this is what we want. And I could see, because he's really, okay. if you think about it, breaking in right. uh, to okay. the American cinema. And they're like, yeah, 
we're going to do what we want. We could push this guy around. Here, here's why I, I, I want to buy the uh, $10 Blu-ray director's cut, director's cut, which I was unaware of until recently, is that he discusses in detail and in recent interviews what, how, much he, how much he fucking hates Harvey Weinstein. Really? Yeah. Apparently, Harvey Weinstein did to this film what he's been doing to women for decades. Wow. Yeah. Um, and and uh, one one beautiful thing was that... Let's uh, see if my copy has audio commentary. I don't think it does. I'll look I haven't quick. checked, but if I'll it does, I'm going quick. back and watching it again. Because I didn't realize it was the director's cut. Yeah. I just um, grabbed it super quick. I'm sure I could get one with a co- commentary. See, that, and I haven't seen this since it came out. I never. This is not a film you go back and rewatch. Me neither. So I haven't seen this film since what? What year is it? Ninety seven. Ninety seven. I haven't. So so I haven't seen this film in thirty years. Twenty years. Oh. Twenty years. Yeah. Twenty one years. Yeah. I haven't seen this film in two decades. So I'm watching your copy, thinking, oh, this can't be the director's cut. I recognize everything, but it's not because his director's cut wasn't about like scenes as much as it was, like, uh, again, colors. It was. It, he he has a different vision. And again, this is your this is your Academy Award winning director of uh, Shape of Water. That's right. So, you know, there's a there's a he and that is a beautiful fucking film. Yeah, and as far and when, as uh, uh, if you can even call it a stain, because the movie is it's bad, but uh, this is probably it. I know you'll dis you know you you'll talk you know Blade Two and whatnot, but th- this is probably the worst thing he's ever made. Well, let's be fair. After he does the, does this shit, and they say, "Hey, want to do Blade 2? Say, like, "All right, I know what you fucking Americans want." <laughs> now, the the lead actor, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Northam, 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 Northam. That originally he wanted a uh, African American character uh, to play that role. He was told point blank, and I quote, "Americans." cannot handle a biracial couple. <laughs> now, this I isn't think Weinstein the 80s. can't handle it. Right. This isn't the 80s. This isn't the 70s. This is 97. Yeah, this is a uh, late 2000s or I'm, right. I'm like late 90s too. I, I'm not saying that racism didn't exist in 97. I'm saying America had already had already grappled with the concept of biracial couples yeah. by 97. Like America's good. Seven. This was not a new don't be a part well, of the problem. Of the sh- be a part of the solution. Oh yeah, they're, so like they fucked with everything from the original con. Originally, this was supposed to be a short film. Oh, I could see this oh, it, working as a short film. It was supposed to. Be, it's based on a short story. And it was supposed to be part of a, an anthology, but then the Weinstein's were like, "Oh no, let's make this a movie." And then his concept was totally. To, they're the ones that changed it to cockroaches. He had a, some other kind of insect, like a beetle or something. And oh, then, Guillermo did. Yeah, and I read some transcripts. Some people like just actually write transcripts from the audio commentaries and post them online. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. And so I read some bits and pieces here and there. And there's one part in the audio commentary for this where he's describing how he's like pitching this and he's around, he's at this like producer's meeting. And, there, and somebody's like, hey, it's New York. Let's do roaches. Roaches, New York City. It makes sense. He's like, hold on. Oh, no, no, no. Roaches, killer roaches is like the, a Z movie thing. We can't do that. If, if we do killer roaches, we're going to be making a giant killer roach movie. This is insane. Guy's like, but New York roaches, it makes sense. Like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, no, this is a bad idea. So, so he's dedicated to doing it. Um, 
But so the basic plot. But the is, only thing that came out of it is Rob Botton did the uh, uh, all the uh, animatronics and 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 the the puppetry and makeup and about, all that stuff. And Rob Botton about, is awesome. There's something about that I'll mention later. Oh, but I let's know. let's get to the setup. The whole film starts with your typical. Um, okay, let's set up the background of it. And so there's a a, a plague spreading uh, through New York as killing children. Yeah, Already what do they I'm, call it? Uh, they oh, named it after somebody, and and I wasn't impressed. Skitchers or uh, it, it, yeah, it, yeah, that's sky. It was it was something like that. It yeah. was it was probably the name of whoever invented it. He was like a person's last name. I can you know, probably like, find yeah, it. Like Skywalker's quick. disease, you know, something like that. Skywalker. <laughs> and um, and so you have this because when you when you have a massive epidemic, you're going to take the time to Strickler. get. With Strickler's Strickler. disease. When you have a massive epidemic that's killing children, you're going to take the time to put them in a huge long hall with giant draping white sheets. I, when I saw that, I'm like, "Wow, that's yeah." Fuck that. right. Who, who's got a, who's got a lot of excess linen and time? Did the, this, <laughs> really, this is how we do these. Is it's horrible. And that's and that scene Guillermo did not direct, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, I know that for a fact. So, um, this this CDC guy brings in um, a botanist who's also a geneticist, I guess, and they design a killer cockroach that's supposed to be sterile. And Yeah, um, it's supposed to die off in like th- three to six months, something in that right. range. So they make a killer cockroach that will kill all other cockroaches and then die off. And then they have the, the press conference at the end where they're explaining what they've done. And I'm telling you, halfway through, uh, um, oh, what? God damn it. Um, F. Murray Abraham. Oh, he's, I was going to say F. Murray Abraham, but I didn't. I didn't know if that's yeah. where you were going with it. Uh, halfway through that 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 press conference, F. Murray Abraham's not having it. No, he's like. Yeah, he's fuck. like, oh, I'm out of here. No, this is not. No, no. F. Murray Abraham does not approve. No, no. no. F. Murray Abraham, why are you here? <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, so. And and then we cut to the the these 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 people who have actually uh, during the course of her geneticizing killer roaches they became uh lovers or husband and wife and then they have the your and I, I like there's some scenes where like like they did this because it's american oh the the couple gets in the bathtub fully clothed because spontaneity <laughs> how many times have you seen that in a movie probably well, 20 times well let's say the most recent one justice league uh it was um no, no it was uh, it was yes batman, batman v superman yeah yeah. Say, so, oh, oh, the Krypton, the Kryptonian is 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 spontaneous, spont, spontaneous, spontaneous. I got you it. Got I'm almost it. done. You there? You there? Mm. <laughs> have some more absinthe. It's just nasty. It's like, I, I haven't had absinthe since the uh, last time I was at the housewarming ten years ago. Yeah, it's fucking licorice, nasty shit. That's why I got chocolate. Well, isn't on. the sugar supposed to cut that a little bit? It doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. No. No. It's too bad. But it's. This is not even close to how nasty it was at your house, though. <laughs> because, because at your house they I didn't dilute it with water. I, I don't. They just poured it over the sugar cube. I don't remember it being that bad. Uh, it was. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm sorry you had such a terrible time. I remember fighting the gag reflex, thinking this can't be the fucking green fairy because this is shit. <laughs> um, Yours is but, not but, green though. Mine was actually green. Because it's watered down like you're supposed to. Oh, I see. Yeah. My daughter taught me that. Well, 
Wait a minute. She's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. We did water it down because that's how you melt the sugar into the absinthe. I remember them pouring the absinthe over the sugar. Maybe that's how they did your glass, but mine had water. Then they didn't use enough because it was fucking nasty. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. Anyway. So so, and then there's so we go back three years later. Uh, they killed all the cockroaches in New York City yeah, and they, saved all the children. I'm not sure if that's. I, I'm not sure which one's better. <laughs> and and there's a parallel with oh, and by the way, ironically. I saved all these children by creating a new breed of cockroach, but I can't get pregnant. Okay, so we're going <laughs> down the sideline. Uh, and it, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah, he's wearing bags of isophers, balls, and yeah. they, they made it a point to mention that. And she's talking to... He gives her, like, this thing where it's like the... Uh, what is he? What, what was it? Like the urine of nuns? Yeah, urine, Some, nun, nun urine. Yeah, and, and she's I, like, that's I, not I, natural. He goes, well, yeah, I'm wearing bags of ice in my balls all the time. That's not before, natural either. Before we realized that we were going to be slammed with trick or treaters, I turned it on last night at Halloween, yeah. and and I was kind of half paying attention because uh, I just poured a glass of rye, and and so all, I just all of a sudden I, I just look up is like I, I I'm putting ice cubes in my uh, in my underwear for uh, uh, for six months. That's yeah. not normal. And I turned to Holly and said, "Did I miss something?" <laughs> She's like, walked away for a minute. Yeah, they're trying to get pregnant. Oh, okay. I missed that. All right. <laughs> so we went back this evening and rewatched it. So, and then, but of course, lo and behold, um, th- now this film has more coincidences than fucking um, Les Miserables. <laughs> Do tell. Uh, well, I mean, so we've got the, uh, we've got uh, Mia Servino. She's the entomologist slash geneticist that's created a new wave of cockroaches to destroy right. the evil cockroaches that are killing children. So then three years later, she has two hooligan children that she pays oh. to gather butterflies in the sewers. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And they bring her a surviving, uh, ironically, they bring her, the one who created them, a surviving Judas bug, religious connection, Judas, uh, opening scene with the priest being killed, yeah. God. This is stuff that was lost in Guillermo's translation because of Weinstein, because, of course, he's a godless fuck. <laughs> and um, so, so, coincidence, they bring her, the person who created these things, an existing copy of that, and then she gets her CDC see, uh, husband, who ironically was called to a location where a priest was killed by one of these fucking killer cockroaches, uh, and a church that they're going through, and they happen to meet in a subway the old uh, Latin man, uh, Latin, Mexican, I'm not sure the proper terminology for that, uh, and his autistic son. Giancarlo who, Giannini, he's fucking Italian. But, but, he's suppo- but originally he wanted to be uh, Latin American, or Latin, or yeah, American, listen, or there, Mexican. There, there is no way he's anything but Italian. All right, but, but originally he was supposed to be because he wanted the guy from... Uh, he wanted the actor from Kronos to play in it. Oh, well, yeah, the Weinstein's probably so, nixed that fucking idea. All right, that was supposed to be, right. So they had to get him, though, because uh, the Kronos actor, I forget his name, he didn't speak English good enough. You don't uh, speak it English too good. Well, apparently Josh Brolin did. Go figure. Oh, yeah. How, um, dude, that guy's Thanos now. I know. <laughs> How crazy is that? Yeah. Like, oh. when he's doing movies... Like like this, and he's doing movies like uh, what was the uh, the one with Kevin Bacon where he's invisible? Um... Hollow Man. Hollow Man. He's doing movies like that. You're thinking, hey. 
this guy, you know, uh, he did Goonies, and now he's just kind of a B actor. And it's like, uh, now he's one of the biggest actors in the fucking world. Do I need to point out that Josh Brolin, uh, that Thanos is not the first DC Comics role he played? Jonah Hex. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, and, and then you think that, it's like, yeah, now he's Thanos. And he's fucking... <laughs> yeah. And he's fucking, uh, um, what's his face from uh, Deadpool? Um... Cable. Cable, thank you. Which technically is Marvel, even though it was Image first. So. Well, yeah. But he had both of those movies come out this year. Hey, Josh is rolling. Fucking crazy. Bro- Brolin's rolling. Brolin's rolling. And oh, rolling. the Sicario films. By the way, yeah, I watched the second one. I, I had have... the same feeling. I actually deleted them from my account. They weren't bad. But I I just don't see myself watching them again. Oh, both Sicarios. Yeah, I just they were good. They were violent. They you know they got my attention. But after I was done, I was like, eh. There's nothing. I haven't I, seen I, I haven't seen either one yet. I got, you know I really have to watch both. They're worth watching. Watch them. They're good. I, I did see the scene in the supermarket because I was testing the video and I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, the the, the first one opens with a kind of a similar holy fuck opening. Oh really? Um, they're worth watching. They're really good. They're really traumatic. They're why really great. Why would you delete it then? Just you're just hard drive space. Well, no, no. Just because when I'm done with the films, I was like, eh. Then like, wouldn't that like, be most of our collection? They, yes and no. They didn't leave a lasting impression on me. I, there's something about the. It just not. It's not for me. That's all. That's it. There was something about the films where they just didn't appeal to me. I can't explain it. It's just a personal preference. Okay. No criticism about the films. I have so many people on my Plex. I when I go to say, oh, let me delete some movies or trim it. I'm like, you know what? I can't because someone, somebody might want to watch it. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I know can. I can, but I'm like, eh. <laughs> well, it would be like, uh, it's like, oh, did you see Sicario? It's like I watch it one time, just like you're saying, and it's like I probably won't ever watch it again. It's like, but have you seen it? No, you haven't. You should check it out. It's good, dude. Dude. Fuck those moochers. Moochers. <laughs> it's why I says have, the guy, it's, says it's the why guy I have, who watched yeah. Says the guy who watched Mimic on his account like three hours ago. Well, it's <laughs> uh it's why I have gigabit. I have too many people on my oh. Plex. Yeah, shut up. I have to now. Yeah, shut up. It's costing me money now. <laughs> At one point it was it Ooh. was it was just like, yeah, this is great, I'll have a server. Next thing it's like, yeah, I got like twelve or fifteen people that Oh, can watch that. shit at any time. Dude, I've got you and my parents. That's it. No, I got like 12 or 15 people. No, fuck that. Cut you, you need to weed some of that off. Well, not everyone watches shit at the same time, which helps. Dude, I, the other night, I, I was like, all right, I'm home alone. I, I'm like, I got the TV to myself. I feel like watching something. I forget what I was trying to watch. Um, I think it was... I, I forget. But halfway through... It freezes. I'm like, motherfucker. And I check. It's like, oh, my parents decided to watch Ron White's comedy special. Why the fuck did I put that on there? And why are they watching it now? I'm halfway through a film I wanted to fucking see. <laughs> and I can't text them to tell them to stop because they barely, they rarely watch stuff. Well, you know what you can do? What? You can just stop their stream. I, and they'll be like, oh, something so must have went wrong. No, that I, I, I couldn't bring myself to do it. And I forget what I was watching. I would have to check. But we're talking about mimics, so I'm not going to check. Um, <laughs> speaking of Josh Brolin, yeah. uh, the, the whole interracial couple thing. Yeah. Um, the other another thing that came up is uh, Guillermo wanted Josh Brolin's character to be gay. Oh really? And, and he said, 
Guess how long that lasted? <laughs> One rewrite and that was gone. <laughs> it's like fucking Weinstein. Just, just, just what a fucking soulless cockbag. One rewrite and it was gone. Yeah, it's just, just ridiculous. Um, but uh, so Josh Brolin is like he, uh, he works under fucking Jeremy Northam, and they they find. Uh, a sweatshop under the church where the priest is killed by the cockroach in the beginning. We don't know it's a giant cockroach. And then, uh, well, yeah, because it walks around like a man. It looks like it's wearing a trench coat. Right, which isn't a bad. It's kind of a decent concept. I'm not against it. 100%. No, no, no. It, I mean, it, it, but, if Guillermo but, had but, full reign, it, it with his cinematography, it might even right. actually look even a little bit better because but it looks whole, pretty good. Yeah, but this whole Les Miserables thing. So you got the people, that, the the old man and the autistic kid that can communicate with the cockroaches because he plays the spoons. Funny shoes. They live, they live across, <laughs> Mr. Funny Shoes, they live across the street from the church where the priest is killed. The CDC is called to the, to the church where the priest is killed because there's shit on the ceilings. Um, he's married to the woman that created the cockroaches that are supposed to kill the cockroaches that were going to kill the kids three years ago that are now breeding into super killers. They go to the subway... Uh, the the uh, the CDC husband and the killer cockroach geneticist creator go to the subway to track down um, these because of these kids that found it, and they bump into the uh, uh, a cop that knows the the old guy and the Mr. Funny Shoes kid because they're in the same fucking subway, and they all end up together. At the, come on! Only thing we're missing is fucking. <laughs> the only thing we're missing is. Uh, I ruined it because I didn't even think about it. Um. Mr. Funny Shoes. All, all we're missing, and I, I, I don't know why I always forget his fucking name. Um, what, Ron the, Perlman? No, no, from um, from Les Miserables, the movie. Oh, Hugh Jackman. No, the other one. Oh, the other, the one from the 80s. No, no, the other, the other actor from that one. Fucking the Australian. Hugh Jackman. No, the other one. The other Australian actor from? Well, the British guy. Whatever the fuck he is, I'm drawing a blank. I I for, I've I think I voluntarily forgot a lot of that he movie. Pizza people in hotels. Oh, Russell Crowe. Thank you, Russell Crowe. The only thing this film is missing is Russell Crowe. His... I love that. I got that. He beats up people in hotels. Yeah, that, I, I knew. You <laughs> oh did yeah, that Russell Crowe, that guy. Yeah. The only thing mimic is fuck is fucking missing is Russell Crowe in the sewers. Remember my name. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I just it and. It, can can we get any more basic than having the black cop in the sewer singing fucking like slavery chants? <laughs> I was like, no. Can he, how come he's not singing like a pop song or something? Was really? that a Weinstein idea? I I don't know where it came from. I was like, can we really not do that? Because, I mean, yeah, they wanted something that was like soulful. I mean, how about some old jazz? Can, do, do we have to go back that far? I'm, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying it's just really... They have the only black character in the film. They have to resort to slave songs? <laughs> Come on. That's, like, disingenuous. And so the only thing I agreed about when it came to the black character in this film is how no, how, how pissed off he got at the fucking uh, Jeremy Northam in it. <laughs> so, are you trying to make this guy that much of an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's like when they get stuck in the sewer in the, in the subway together it's like listen white boy you gotta stop you gotta stop fucking barking orders at me what the fuck <laughs> all right 
right, cat. Uh, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna beat the cockroaches with a wasp. What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> Stop talking at me. Yeah, yeah, unacceptable. Unacceptable. Hmm. But I mean, everything. There's a lot of cliche bullshit in this film, and you have based on Guillermo del Toro's body of work. You have to believe, and and his well, co-writer not leading what? up until this point, but after this, yeah, the body of work uh, theory works. Well, but up no, until we, this, you had nothing. You really well, just Chronos. That's you it. Chronos. Yeah, Chronos. Chronos has a lot of fucking weight. That is a fucking classic. Oh well, yeah, but that's yeah. the only thing you have going into this film. Nobody, unfortunately, knew how good he was uh, but, for a while. But what I'm saying is. Based on Kronos and everything he did after this, it's a motherfucking cat. <laughs> this is a common occurrence. This is every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is because I can't leave the fucking animal out. All right, I apologize. That's you. okay. That's quite all right. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Um, can you... Gr- grab him by the pussy. So all I'm saying is that, though, when you compare this and also the fact his co-writer on this is a is a co-writer on a lot of his work. So this is somebody who knows his stuff. Oh, yeah. It's not like they brought in somebody to rewrite his shit for him afterwards. Uh, you know, he was involved in this stuff. But you, you just, a lot of the shit in this film, you watch it, and you, you, if you know Guillermo's work, you're like, he didn't do this because he had to. Oh, yeah. Oh, because he, he wanted to. He did this because he had to. There's a lot of cliche shit in here that Guillermo does not do in anything else that he has full control over. Yeah, I mean, he did want to break into American cinema, and unfortunately, this was the way in. And it's also, between this American film and his next one, it took um, it took five years. Because he did this in 2000, or 1997, and then he did Hellboy 2 in 2002. And then he went from Hellboy 2, uh, I'm sorry, Blade 2, right to Hellboy. But then back... To Spanish, doing Pan's Labyrinth, which wait, was, wait, 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 did you say Hellboy two back to Hellboy? No, I I I mis I misquoted. I meant Blade two, then to Hellboy. Okay, sorry. Yeah, um, and then he went from Hellboy to Pan's Labyrinth, another Spanish speaking film, uh, praised by you know critics everywhere. I think it even got nominated for best foreign film. It didn't win. Um, at least I don't think it won. And then he went from Pan's Labyrinth right to Hellboy two. The, and then he did a, Pacific Rim. Well, but I forgive him that because that's his fucking Jurassic Park. Give him that. Oh, well, yeah. I don't. And you know what? It was entertaining. At that point, he's like, all right, I know what the fucking American audience, American producers, American audiences watch. Here's what you fucking get. So honestly, I, I, I don't hold that against him. Um, I do love like during one interview or I think it's like a, a was it an interview or was it like a speaking engagement. He right. said the two worst things that happened to me in 97 were that my father was kidnapped and that I made mimic with Weinstein. Oh, God, his father. That's right. Uh, because yeah. they're, they're really bad with uh, kidnapping and ransom. And that was in Mexico, I believe. Right. Yeah. 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 Gee, and I, I wonder why people are trying to like run through the desert. They get to hear. Yeah. Gee. <laughs> and. Uh, and Guillermo said the two worst things that ever happened to me in my life were at the same time were that I made mimic and my father was kidnapped and trying to decide which is worse. Oh yeah. He Cause said, his father lived. So well, he said, well, no, he, what he said was at least with, with my father's kidnapping, I understood their motives. 
<laughs> that's some fucked like, up shit right there. That's that's some fucked up shit. Um, but there was one thing uh, I, I've got a couple of things that I looked up, and I'm trying to find the one because I want to quote it directly because this is fucking hilarious. Okay. Um, it's not yeah, this one. No, right? I'm looking at his. Uh, I'm looking at his um, resume of films. He has only made ten movies. That's it. Doesn't matter. He got the Oscar. No, no, no. I know that, but he. You'd think that he has made more, but he has not. He has. He he has only made ten films, which you know, like for someone that's ever, worked been working for twenty one years. You know, that's that's not a lot of movies. Because movie every, every one he does is because so. almost every one he does is fucking gold. That's why. Yeah, you know, I I liked Crimson Peak, but I didn't love it. Visuals were amazing in it, and it was a good film, but it was one of those films where it's like, eh, I could see myself never watching this again. <laughs> All right, so here, here's what I wanted to look for. This is um, somebody's transcription from the audio commentary when he's talking about the, the, the insect characters in this movie. Um, he, it, I'm not going to do any accents, but I'm going to read this real quick. Okay. He said, the mimics used to have antennas, but the feedback we got from the studio was a raging phone call where they said, they look like bugs. The mimics look like bugs. <laughs> I said, but of course. <laughs> We've been developing the creatures for a year and a half. You've seen the designs. You've seen the maskettes, whatever that is. You've seen the clay models. You've seen everything, and they are bugs. Well, can you make them more like aliens? <laughs> and I said, I don't want to make them more like aliens. At this stage, we already have functioning puppets with radio-controlled servos, animatronics. What do you mean redesign them? And somebody said a, a really great line. They said... Can you make their teeth bigger? <laughs> I said, they don't have teeth. Well, show more of their gums. I said, they don't have gums. They have a multi-part mouth system. Well, can you give them crazy hair? Crazy hair? <laughs> they don't have crazy hair. They are insects. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, fucking, this is the Weinstein fucking machine at that point. <laughs> crazy hair. Yeah. Now you know why Roberto Benigni took the Oscar and said, fuck you people, I'm making Pinocchio. <laughs> Which, you know what's funny? Uh, Guillermo del Toro is attached to directing Pinocchio. Is he? Yeah, it says right here, announced. But here's the thing. Benigni <laughs> wins an Oscar and does Pinocchio. Guillermo del Toro wins an Oscar, he's doing Pinocchio. <laughs> I I think it's fucking gold. I, I love it. I love it. Oh, no, the, only, the only difference is Guillermo did, a, did an American film, technically, and now he's doing Pinocchio. Um, Benini did an Italian film, and then Hollywood that. was like, oh, come here. And it was like, fuck you people. No. No. <laughs> Say what you want about Benini. He knew. He's like, I'm not working with you motherfuckers. <laughs> Roberto. <sighs> I love all of you. I want to make a love to all of you. <laughs> I still have that make my wife watch. Have you ever seen um, A Night on Earth? No. It's an no. anthology. It's like four different foreign directors. And oh, it's wow. about ca it's cabbies at night. Oh, that sounds and, fun. And there's a whole... I, I don't know who directed it, um, but there's... ...in Italy as a cabbie at night, and he picks up a, a priest... And it's the funniest fucking thing in the world. Really? Oh, just because he's like starts confessing to the priest and about about having sex with sheep. And it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's awesome. It's, it's a, a ba a ba. It's just, like, it, 
the best. <laughs> I mean, the, and uh, you know what? The only reason Benini got any kind of shit in America was because he turned down Hollywood. That's when they started talking smack about. Oh him. yeah, yeah. Good life, for him. Life, Life is beautiful. He was a genius, and afterwards, like, oh, this guy, this you know, this Italian guy with wacky stuff. So, yeah, he made he probably made the best. He he made a comedy out of the fucking Holocaust. Fuck you. He wins. <laughs> Seriously, hands down. That's a he movie wins. that could have won Best Picture, like regular uh, nomination for Best Picture. It won foreign. They did that on purpose because they they knew they weren't going to nominate it for Best Picture. Right. But it it at least won the foreign. You know, I want to look at, um, since we're talking about Del, uh, Roberto Benini, what has he directed? Has he done anything? He, he sure. did a film that my father and my mother absolutely fucking loved called Johnny Stacchino. Johnny Stacchino! Johnny! Johnny <laughs> Stacchino! Yeah, yeah, he's, he, he's a... He's a um, he he's a scam artist who's who's conning the the government into paying him um, disability right. because he can't stop moving his arm, <laughs> and he ends up he ends up pretending to be a, a mobster called Johnny Stacchino. It's not the greatest film in the world, but it's fucking funny. <laughs> jo Johnny Stacchino, I love that film. He also did one called The Monster, where where um oh right everybody yeah everybody thinks he's a serial killer. <laughs> 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 oh wait wait a minute 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 apparently he's also going to be in pinocchio and it's the guillermo del toro version of it <laughs> <laughs> you're making that up right wait hold on hold on hold on he's up? playing geppetto whereas <laughs> he initially played pinocchio now he's playing geppetto <laughs> Hold, hold on, please, please. It. I hold on. I got. Hold on. I got to click on this. Is, is this that? There's two sources. One says to Del Toro. Then there's this one. Okay, it's not okay. It, it's Matteo Garone, so it's okay. not the Del Toro film. Although that would just be fucking brilliant because Del Toro would be directing and Benini would be Geppetto. He gets a I'm second saying. crack at Pinocchio. I was saying, did this come up at, the, at like their 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 like a monthly fuck ho fuck American Hollywood meeting? <laughs> How can we tell these people to fuck off? So I know uh, I'll be in your Pinocchio film. <laughs> every every time we win an Oscar, we make a Pinocchio film. Agreed? Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he did Johnny Stacchino. He did the monster, and then he did Life Is Beautiful, and then f like five years later, he did Pinocchio. He didn't make a movie right after. He did five years. And he directed yeah, the a Oscar. Film. He's fucking well, I think after you win an Oscar, you get a year to just say, Yeah, I got a fucking Oscar. That's your job for the next year. Yeah. Hey, you know what an Oscar? I did. <laughs> got two thumbs and has an Oscar. This guy. And then he won uh or he directed a film called The Tiger and the Snow. I I've, I've never even ne heard of that. I don't even know if it a love-struck Italian poet is stuck in Iraq at the onset of an American invasion. Oh, that sounds hilarious. <laughs> it's a comedy drama romance. You know, that, that sounds almost as funny as the Red Skelton film about the Civil War. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> where, where he's, like, pretending to be a Southerner and, like, he gets caught between the North and the South because there's nothing funnier than the Civil War. Best visual effects... No, this is the David D. Donatello Awards. 
the Italian Golden Globes they got nominees for. And that's it. You know, you know one thing that stuck in my head is the, the black uh, transit authority cop that they meet, Charles Dutton. Oh, right. There's a part where they get trapped in this train car in the, in the abandoned uh, subway, which oh, apparently... Yeah. And he apparently, can't shut up. Apparently... Uh, there are uh, hundreds of abandoned subways all throughout New York City, and sure. I actually don't—I don't just believe that. I and just there, think and it's there's uh, old corridors like beneath new subways, and and of course there's still power running. Um, yeah, it's but like, that's weird. But uh, one thing that always stuck in my head: twenty years later, I still remember thinking when they're taking the when when the um, when M- Mira Servino is yanking like uh, uh, bile sacks out of this dead cockroach. And smearing them all over his leg that was cut to, to spell. Just remember, that's got to be great for an open wound. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah no, a... no, no infection here. Now, here's the thing: I, as far as director's cuts go, I was. Oh, pardon me. It's okay. My apologies. Um, I was like, all right. There's nothing in Joey's Plex that said this is the director's cut, but if I see something I don't recognize, I'll know. So at one point I was like, wait a minute, Josh Brolin says the thing about people crawling up the wall and taking a shit, and he didn't say it. But then uh, Charles Dutton said it later. It's like, oh shit, I was just mistaken. I, For some reason in my brain, I attributed as opposed to out of my brain, I attributed that to Josh Brolin, but it was Charles Dutton that said it. But I could have sworn a shotgun was evolved at the end of this film. Hmm. And no shotguns involved. I don't know if that's faulty memory or if the if if the non-director's cut, i.e. the theatrical cut, has a shotgun involved, I could be wrong. And I just again haven't seen it in twenty years. First time I rewatched it since it came out was last night or just today. Okay. So, but uh, you know what this movie me, uh, was had what was like I was blown away by. What? How good the surround sound was. I I, I didn't watch it with true surround sound, so it actually the. Let me tell you my, something. That shit is utilizing every channel. It was See, impressive how good the surround sound was on this. My great room has surround sound. My gaming room, which I watched it earlier today, just has the sound bar and a subwoofer. Oh, I so I, I actually had to turn it up when there was dialogue scenes, quiet dialogue scenes, to turn it down when there were action scenes. Oh, okay. so yeah, I don't have yeah, full surround yeah, sound. People in the game sleeping. Room. No, I just didn't have full. I don't have full surround sound in the game room. There was there was such a contrast between. Yeah, I'm, I have ice in my my underwear for six months, and bam, 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 bam. There's <laughs> too drastic of a change there, so I, I had to dial it up and down depending on the scenes. Well, but I, I haven't actually, watched. But I again, actually didn't the, have that problem, so and I really enjoyed the sound. Well, again, my great room has actual surround sound built in, but I didn't get to watch it in there, so that maybe I just don't have the setup properly. And you know me, I'm not huge on the sound. My father, forget it. I love I love it when the sound is good. I yeah, get, I, I get yelled too, at for when the sound is good. Yeah, I know. It's I've too loud. There. Yeah. It's like, why do we have this? Tell me. <laughs> I want to know. To the point of where I either A, have to spend money and get smaller ceiling speakers so that I can fit a... Um, Dude, just wear the headphones. A soundproof box. Just wear the then headphones. I got to buy surround sound headphones or else I can't get the same effect. Do it. It's worth it. It's either that or here to complaining. Uh, I don't want to wear headphones. I hate. I don't. Not, I, I don't either. Not hearing oh. shit around me. I I don't either. But I don't want to be yelled at either. So you got to pick one. Nah, I'd rather get yelled at. 
Uh, so I can put soundproof boxes now, over the cone of the speaker, so the, all the sound goes into the box, not into the uh, the upstairs. Yeah, um, I, I mentioned. Now you know who was a second unit director on this film? Um, somebody famous now, I guess. Rodriguez. Oh, get out of here! Really? Yeah. Uh, and apparently, Guillermo del Toro did not like Rodriguez's work on his second unit production. Good. You know what? Good. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Well, they're different filmmakers entirely. They're very. Yeah. But like, like, like Guillermo, like throughout his commentary, just, just, just pretty much says that he doesn't. Because this film convinced him that there should never be second unit directors. That the, the the main director should direct fucking everything, because he's very controlling about the colors and the theme. Right. You know. Again, if you've seen, um, Shape of Water. Shape of Water. And appreciate it on a, on, a, on a cinematic level. You understand what he's talking about. He's very controlling of every aspect. He's telling a story with colors, motherfucker. <laughs> so uh, does he does he have to have a second unit director? Because maybe the uh, the actor uh, director uh, and the and pretty much every guild there is for Hollywood kind of requires it, and he kind well, of gives it, them limited work. Or does he just do everything? In this case, part of it was uh, um, you're, you're, you're working at the behest of the producers. So the producers are like, okay, we, you know, we have this much money. We have this much time. You need to send second units out, and they recommend directors, and this is that. So um, apparently he was unhappy with Rodriguez's work. <laughs> and, I, I don't but the, blame but, him. But, again, because Rodriguez wasn't uh, – and, and, and what happened was, too, a lot of the shit that, like, that Guillermo didn't want in this film, the Weinsteins wanted – the Weinsteins would have the second unit people shoot. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, that's why his director's cut is basically... His director's cut is basically he went through and took out all the second unit shit. That's basically his director's cut. His director's cut isn't, oh, they cut this scene, they cut that scene out. It's like, yeah, this scene that has the right fucking colors, I cut that shit out. So how come the film is six minutes longer then? Well, Does he have alternate cuts that he directed that he put back in? Most likely, yes. I again, I haven't watched both of them because I didn't even realize I was watching the director's fucking cut. That's how subtle the changes are. I mean, again, huh. twenty year span. I watched the film and I couldn't tell the difference. I'd have to actually watch them like one after the other to tell the subtle differences. But this is, but Guillermo de Toro is a subtle director. He's a subtle filmmaker. Everything right. he does, is precision and fucking mathematical. He, you know, he's doing things very specifically. Huh. So. So it's it's for him it's a huge deal when okay the you know second unit goes out and they shoot the scene, but they shot it from this angle and they didn't use the color scheme I had and that ruins the whole fucking theme and you're fucking wrong. <laughs> now, one thing I love about the audio commentary again I didn't hear it but I read the some you know excerpts uh, transcribed is that when he went to make this film the one thing he was told that you cannot do in an American horror film at all is you cannot kill children and you cannot kill animals. So, wow. and you know, so there's a scene that, you know, I'm talking about. Yeah. And he said specifically, I did that scene to spite them. <laughs> because they said no. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I think he, and I'm paraphrasing, but I think he even said like paraphrasing wise, it's a petty win, but I still feel like I won that one. <laughs> uh, 
It's great. I mean, <sighs> this film has a lot of fucking flaws. The ending, uh, oh, and, and also when you read about like the different script versions that were out, and the different and, like his original concept and the ending, he wanted a darker ending where it's like, oh yeah, the world's doomed, and his whole theme was the whole idea that God has has decided to, um, like God has decided punish to cock- punish us. <laughs> Not even punish us, but like God has decided, it, yeah, chosen the cockroach. Yeah, he cho- God has chosen the cockroaches over humans. That was like the theme he was going for, and it kind of gets buried. It starts off strong with the whole church sequence, but then and and, and there's like remnants of it, like her picking up the cross uh, when Manny gets killed. Spoiler alert! And uh, cutting herself. Now, here's one thing I would change. So at the end, the waspy husband and the white woman and the uh, very not ethnic child. Uh, yeah. All get together at the end. If you're yeah. really playing the idea that God has turned his back on man and has chosen the cockroach as his successor, and we're talking about like one race being overtaken by another, if you take the whole idea of her being infertile, kill the husband off. She's not. Oh, by the way, so she's a she's she's a entomologist and a geneticist, but. She doesn't know how to use a fucking uh, pregnancy test. No, no. Just wait yeah. longer. Yeah. Just, she doesn't know how to time that. Right. <laughs> she she developed a strain of cockroaches that turned into human kill, giant killing machines, but she can't figure out how to wait for a New. fucking test strip. New. Yeah. All right. You know, fuck you. Um, but the ending should have been her, her husband dies and she's stuck with the autistic kid and she can't have children. And it's like, yeah, this is where the species ends. <laughs> Seriously, there's your fucking ending. Now, Guillermo had a different kind of ending where they're like in a subway and and like there's like there's like that kind of horror film hint at the end where it's like oh, the cockroaches aren't dead. The end is coming. Like like I think like the kid plays the spoons and you hear it clicking somewhere off. Right. Something like that. I was like, it just gets a little more basic. It's her and the kid. Because in this ending, she finds out she's pregnant. She finds her husband and they're hugging and then they pan down and like totally ignored by them as the kid hugging them too. I'm like, that kid's going to be in a foster home by the end of the fucking week. <laughs> She's got a kid coming. You don't mean shit to them. That's right. Ser- seriously. Did anybody think about that when they were writing the screenplay? No. Like, oh, we, we, we kill, we kill the old guy and we leave the kid with these, this young white couple, but the, who has been struggling to have a kid. Say, oh, they'll raise them as their own. So, no, they got their own coming. She fucking, her, her test trip was positive. This kid's going into the fucking system. No fucking way. But don't worry. We killed the black guy, so we're good. Uh, fuck, and, and this also had an extremely young Norman Reedus. Who? Norman Reedus. He you played uh, Scud in Blade Two. He's in The Walking Dead. He, uh, uh, um, oh, uh, oh, he was the sewer guy. Boondock Saints. He was the sewer guy. Yeah, that's Norman Reedus. He's like twenty something. I didn't place it as him. I didn't even think of it. Okay. Yeah, extremely young, baby face. Norman Reedus. Yeah. It was like, holy shit. Was, when I saw that, him, I forgot he was in this. I saw him. I'm okay. like, oh my God, he's so young. I, all right, I'm looking at it now. That was his first film. Was that his first movie? That's what I'm looking at right now, yeah. Well, I guess Del Toro, he 
was taken by him because he put him in Blade 2 as well. Sure. You know. He's Italian, English, Scottish, and Irish descent. At that point, why do you even bother mentioning them? <laughs> when, 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 when you're like, when your ethnicity like, like branches off in more than three, don't you just say fuck it? Fuck it. I mean, I, I'm used to saying that myself, being 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 a white honky. White honky. <laughs> I'm like you. You go back and you go back far enough. I'm like I'm like you're you know, Indian, European, Irish, whatever the fuck. I'm, at this point, I'm just a mutt. Don't even it doesn't even matter. I'm my own race. You've, <laughs> you're making I, up races. Well, I, I mean, I get. I'm saying like you know, if, if you go Italian, English, Scottish, Irish descent, that's four different countries. Why? Yeah. How are you even choosing at that point? Just give it up. You know. I you agree. Know, some, some of us aren't lucky enough to be purebreds like you. I, well, you know, I haven't taken one of those DNA tests, but until I do, yeah, I guess you can consider me a purebred. Don't do it. It never works out well. <sighs> no, I I hear it doesn't. <laughs> I thought of you, by the way. We were watching a Family Guy the other night. Uh huh. And Stu- it was Stewie doing time traveling, and he's introducing like the the past of different cultures. Oh, <laughs> okay. And he went, "Oh, and this this is the history, this is uh, the ancient times for Ital- for Italy." Right. <laughs> it was a bunch of cavemen banging rocks, saying, "Yo, yo, vowel <laughs> sounds, yo." <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I'm on board. <laughs> uh, Yo, you ain't driving so good. Yo, you uh, you eating? How you eating? How, how about this? Oh, you see we, this Kalamata. Dude, one night we we told we told um Alexa. Oh no. We said Alexa, play Italian dinner music, hmm. and I swear everyone was everyone. There was like two fast ones and a slow one. I was like, wait a minute, every one of these songs is da 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 da, da but just like a different speed. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? This isn't right. Oh my god. Yeah, you 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 can't hear this, but this it's uh everyone that's listening will, can hear it. It's like you hear this. It's like you know you're gonna get some good a pizza pie. (laughs) Maybe some spaghetti and a meatballs. Oh, you know what? I was watching Mimic with Holly, and they get to the point where where, um the uh, the uh, MTA guy or whatever you want to call him is like showing them like the the oh this is where the mole people live. He said yeah. None of them can read or write, so they just use these hieroglyphic thingies. Like, almost glyphics? What the fuck is this? And and how it looks at me is like, wait a minute, homeless people don't know how to read and write? They were children. You know, they did go to school. It's like, huh, what do you mean they don't know how to read and write? It's huh. like, so, you know, this is very this is very mean towards homeless people. This is assuming that homeless people have no education. Like you're born homeless. What the fuck? She was I didn't even think of that aspect. I was just like Almost glyphics, and she's like, "No, no, these were people. <laughs> these were people that grew up, and then at some point they went underground because of something. They weren't born under here. Just be, this is like it's such a fucking bullshit aspect of the screenplay. It's like, oh yeah, the mole people, they're under here, and uh, and uh, yeah, they 
they don't read or write. So they draw these weird symbols to show where they're going. And look, here's an image of a cockroach guy looking like a human and an arrow pointing this way. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Seriously? This this is how serious you take this aspect of homeless people living underground because they're afraid of the the common world. Oh man! <laughs> and and again, I feel bad because she pointed out the aspect of, that was even worse. Than, and I was just like thinking, oh, I I came up with a funny phrase: homeless glyphics. Homeless. <laughs> oh yeah. Man, but yeah, it's just the only thing that recommends this film. I mean, and there's stupid shit too, like like when she's in in her office and the the cockroach breaks in to save the little cockroach. Oh right, and and there's like it's right behind her, but then like she turns and it's gone, and there's like a shadow that implies it flew away. But then when it attacks her, when one of them attacks her in the subway and when it flaps his wings, it's like, <laughs> say wow, these things are pretty fucking noisy when they're in the subway, but when they're in your office, they're like quiet like a ghost. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what you got a problem with. Yeah, no, I, I have a problem with a lot of shit. I'm just this is one oh, example. Okay, okay. Okay, one example. Okay. How about this? How about the the kids that she pays to bring insects to her every, all right. the time? She spends the time to go through each butterfly individually, but then but they never said, opens the box. Then they're like, "Oh, here's the weird one." It says, "Oh, well, just put that over there, and I'll ignore it." What the f- really? <laughs> no, she yeah. didn't bother. The the one they made all the fuss about. I'm not even gonna look at that one. Let's go. Let's go play with this cricket here. I figured out how to save us from like spreading pesticides in cornfields. Yeah, in I thought years. I thought the same thing too. I'm like, how are how are you not talking about or looking at this fucking weird? It says weird the you know weird weird yeah. bug on the box. Like, yeah, this is the weird one. It's almost dead, which means it's alive. By the way. Yeah, very she, alive. And she's like, oh, just leave that on the desk. It'll keep. What? What? Maybe this is why she saved she saved New York City's children from death, and she's working in a fucking museum in a, like a small office. <laughs> so really, she's not like working at like the White House now as an advisor or something. Yeah, she she, she created a genetic strain of insect that killed an entire population of cockroaches in New York City and saved all of their fucking children. And it's like, oh yeah, well you're you're still working in the city now. No, yeah, she she's not like an ambassador or something or, or working. Yeah, really, she should be set for life. Yeah, she's not like working in some like underground trust where like we need to clone Hitler. No, like, no, yeah. <laughs> no, no. She 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 created a mutant strain of cockroaches that saved the world, uh, world's children at least. Let's just, you know, we'll leave her at the fucking mat. And that leads me to one of the two choices for our my ah. first deal. Well, do we want to rate this first, then move we to prob- the challenge? We probably do, yeah. Um, so, okay, so it currently sits, I think, 5.9. That yeah, is 5. correct. 5.9 on 41,000 votes, which is actually quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, the average score is a 6, straight across the board. It's the most votes, 29.8% of everyone that voted for this gave it a six. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's good enough for a six. I agree. Uh, I'm thinking, personally, I'm thinking more along uh, a five. I think it's a very Dude, average movie. I, I've, got an art, I, I've got an artistic chubby for Guillermo myself, but yeah. this film obviously is... is uh, 
is is just like the the epitome of Hollywood fucking with true artists. Yeah, uh, exactly. And the fact that he has gone on to, to do some really amazing stuff uh, proves that he doesn't deserve Dude. Th- this film turning out the way it did, Dude. but a five. The funniest, the funniest audio commentary Terry story I found was that he one of the producers came to the set when they're shooting the su- the, the subway sequences. Right. And they had built these subway sequences, uh, sets, right? So from the outside, you have the shell of the built, like like the subway and the and the domes and stuff, right? Right. And inside, it's a fucking movie set. Okay. So this movie producer, movie producer, a producer of movies, someone in the movie industry who makes films, Guillermo brings him in, and he's like, all right, so this is our subway set. And the guy looks at the outside Oh no, 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 no. This looks like a fucking submarine. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, well, the subway's inside. This we can't film this. It looks like a submarine. This is horrible. It doesn't look like a subway. It's like it's not so he eventually gets him inside the fucking set and shows him, look, here inside, this is where the subway is. And he looks like, Oh, this is this is great. This is much better. And as he's leaving, he tells Guillermo, promise you promise you're not gonna film anything on the outside of this. <laughs> and, and 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 Guillermo says, "This is basically every day of the shoot. <laughs> this is this this is my everyday struggle making this fucking film. <laughs> so, it's it's a five, but none of that five rests on Guillermo's shoulders. No, no. And we... I still love that it's like the only Spanish name I can actually pronounce, Guillermo. 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 Del and I, I was actually trying to think to myself." Did the Weinstein's actually call him by name, or did they fuck it up? Or I just call him G. Hey, G. Yeah, I was like, I was like, what what nicknames did they give him? Like, you know, Jerry, or you know, <laughs> they probably just like Mr. Del Toro. <laughs> it's like the safest thing. Guillermo. I can't see any of these. I can't see Weinstein going Guillermo. Guillermo. Fuck these you gotta people. roll those uh, L's and R's. Got I can't roll it. Guillermo really, del Toro. Guillermo. I can't. Re- I can't roll. There's that one part, one of Gary's songs, where he rolls his L, and I was like, I can't fucking do that. Save my life. <laughs> I don't know how he did it. I was like, I, I can't roll an R. I can't. I'm not, I'm not bred that way. Robusto. Yeah, I'm I'm too I'm, <laughs> I'm too I'm too I'm too pasty white. I can't. Is that roll. what it is? Yeah, it's really You're, what it is. No it's ethnicity pure, in you. It's the pure crackerness of my of my uh, bloodline. Pure crack that prevents me from actually having any kind of depth I to my pronunciations. I get it. I get it. You'll be um, fine. Yeah, but you ever notice that too? Like sometimes when people like you know, like you introduce yourself, like you have like a name like uh, it's like Jonathan, right? And and some people's like, do you do you ever go by Johnny? <laughs> John. So are we are we are we negotiating what you're gonna what my name is? <laughs> I, I've heard that. I, I'd like to me. call you Johnny. Can it I never happens that? to me because I have the most. I have like one of the simplest names in the world, Scott. So there's no ever like the S- only thing you ever get is Scotty. like. Yeah, maybe someone will say Scotty in the side, and then you punch him, and they stop. But like, <laughs> right in the face. If like if your name's like, you have like a, if you have like a name that has multiple syllables, or it's like, oh, uh, you know, oh, I'm Jonathan. Say, you ever go by Jonathan? Ever you ever go by Johnny? Hmm. You know, about JJ. Everybody JJ. ever call you JJ? I was like, it's like, dude, how about just call me the? When we introduced myself, I gave you my name. How about repeating that back to me and shutting the fuck up? <laughs> It's the weirdest fucking thing. It just occurred to me. It actually just occurred to me today, and I had to share it with somebody. And, and you're the lucky one. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank but you. yeah, five. 
I think five. Five's five is good. I'm, I'm good with a five. Now, All right, again, so you're, oh, I, one of the slides that I have is the laser disc. This was a very big laser disc <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, when I was doing um, the slideshow and this came across, I'm like, I got to put this in here. I have to put this picture of the laser disc. Nobody knows what the fuck it is, but. So still. once again, I can't get to the demographics on this. I don't know where you're getting this. What? I went right to the IMDb and I clicked underneath the 5.9 is the 40,000 or 41,000 ratings. You click no, on that. Not there on mine. I, I, I'm on the edge. That's why. Oh, you got to use, got to go in through Chrome. Oh, you're fucking killing me here. You want to do the you know. demos? I don't want to do it. It's your thing. <laughs> yeah, I got to open Chrome to do it now, though. Wow. I'm trying to think it'll, if I forgot anything else at Mimic. Yeah, you know what? I'm just looking at the demos, there's nothing fancy about it. Oh, really? I, right? I don't think so. It's like fives, five point nine and sixes, pretty much. A, like, it's it really just hovers around a six on everything. You, the only there's only one. Uh, there's an eight point oh, under eighteen female, and it's one vote. Hardly even worth mentioning because it literally. Every other category, every single one is a 5.9, a 6. Dude. 6.1, 5.8. It's like really like right on the brink of being. Have exactly you have same. you noticed that almost every film we review like this has one female under 18 that rates it? Yeah. I'm wondering I'm wondering if they're all the same girl. <laughs> yeah, all like 4 million movies. Yeah, IMDb. I'm like, like there's, there's one. <laughs> Do you think they really... just did a mass edit where they can highlight everything in the database and just no. put? I just think there's one really lonely teenage girl out there that oh. that that I get what needs, you're a friend. needs a friend. Needs a friend. That's the ass exactly. Got a friend in me. Don't, don't, right. do, don't do that. I'm not gonna do it. So what do don't you do got it. for me? What All are right. Your, what so are your challenges, sir? I'm not gonna beat around the bush. I had one concept, and then Holly leaning me towards another. Okay. I, I was like, I was like, I all right, I'm not. Yes, I don't know. I, all right, I was like, I'm not doing fucking insects anymore. We're, I'm not doing that. I'm we good. can't. Just, I'm happy. Yeah, okay. Three, three insect films in a row. And Halloween's over. So. Yeah. Fuck this noise. Um. So I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go with the fact that every time I hear the the title mimic, I think of relic. Oh. <laughs> I was like, all right. And also, there's also a museum involved, and yep. there's also a creature and an evolution involved. Yes, and it has Tom came Sizemore. out around about the yeah. same time. And Tom Sizemore is always good for a laugh, <laughs> not not in a good way. No. And Holly said, "Well, why didn't you do something that the the black cop was based in?" Oh God! And I was like, "Die!" Is, I was is like, it, "Are you challenging me to Alien 3? <laughs> and I said, "You mean Die Hard?" She's like, "That's not the same guy." <laughs> I'm like okay, I trust you. <clears throat> and so I started looking through his stuff, and I was like, "Oh yeah, look, sweetie, he did Alien 3. <laughs> She's like, "You can't do that." So yeah, you're right. Um, they but kill it. They kill also... the dog in that one. <laughs> but he was also in a film that's been on my plex since I had it, and I've never watched. Oh, what the fuck? And I was like, be? "This would be a great excuse to watch this shitty film." And I know Joey will hate me if I mm. recommend it to him. And I think this is the one I want to go with. Okay. Without looking at his 
track record, can you guess what I'm, film it is? I'm trying to think. I mean, was this a uh, this obviously had to be a theatrical release, or it doesn't? It was count. definitely a theatrical release. And it's not you know Rudy. Is it fucking Rudy? No, it's not Rudy. It's not Rudy. Not Rudy. You know the film. I know the movie. Yes, you do. <sighs> I you, to... no, I'm just like other than Alien Three and um, like Rudy. I'm really drawing a blank on Charles S. Dutton. Uh, right, I know he now, killed I'm... somebody. <laughs> okay, I just I, now the film that I'm talking that about. about was made after this film by quite a few years. Oh boy, okay. And it is not. Um, what was the other film he was in? Uh, oh, there was one here. I was like, yeah, it was. It was not that one. I don't know why. Well, Rudy I'll tell you what. You you tell you told me who's in it around the time period. I'm drawing a blank. All right, let me give you let me give you a more specific time period. Okay. Uh, 2010. Can you tell me someone else that's in it? Because I'm not getting anything from him. Let me put it this way: it's in one of our opening sequences. Oh. Uh, mine or yours? Mine. Yours. Um, no. Let me give you a visual hint. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. He wasn't in Battlefield Earth, was he? No, but you're close. Yeah. Oh, 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 no. Uh, yeah, um... He was in the one with the, the, the Archangels, right? Legion. Legion. Fuck. I, <laughs> oh, Legion. I was I was I was I was dead set on on Relic until I saw that he was in Legion. I was like, there's an excuse to watch that film. I I've oh. Have you ever I've, watched I've it? I've never seen it all the way through. Me neither. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we both seen the Relic, right? Oh uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's one of Mare's favorite movies. She Dude, loves that you know fucking what? movie. I saw that in a the theater. Oh, really? Yeah. God. Wow. Yeah. And believe me, I love nothing more than to talk shit about Tom Sizemore for an hour. <laughs> but I think I think you and I need to buckle down and watch fucking Legion finally. It's been 18 years. I think we're due. Eight years. Eight years, 2010. Oh, eight years. I'm. So, I have no real concept of time. I no, apologize. No, I noticed. <laughs> um, <laughs> Eight, 18, whatever. We'll be dead soon. Doesn't matter. Oh my God. Fucking <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm hoping that my head can be, uh, you know, placed, uh, it, you know, in like some sort of special magic liquid, like in yeah, Futurama. Right? Dude, let me, let me, let me backtrack. Uh, last Wednesday, Holly went in for a spinal tap. Yes. I remember you mentioning right. that. Right. So How I'm sitting she, there with she her. better. Uh, she's feeling a little better. Yeah. Right. It's been, it's been a slow recovery. Um, so I'm sitting there with her when the uh, the nurses ask her all these questions, you know, medications, this, that, and the other thing. And then out of nowhere, she says, do you have a living will? I'm like, whoa. Uh-huh. Whoa, this is getting serious. Really? Are we bringing this up right now? Says, so you're basically saying, so if you die now, what, what, do, you, what do you want to happen? It's like, hold on a shit. So then the next thing she says is, do you have a, a non-resuscitation or what is it called? DNR. Do you have a DNR? Oh. And, and 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 I I have I have trained my wife well, because uh, and it sounds horrible, but it's a good thing, because she said no. Actually, we believe in the living severed head uh, thing. <laughs> and so, see, I'm not the only one anymore. 
she is now part of my living severed head. She's like, yeah, no, you need to keep me alive no matter what. It's living severed head in a jar. As long as I'm conscious, that's all that matters. Yeah. Fucking yeah. A right, dude. I, I, mm-hmm. I am totally prepared to live in a jar. <laughs> I could still watch movies in, from a jar. You know what I mean? But she didn't even look at me. She just went right into living severed head. I didn't even have to yeah. prompt her. She knows. And you know what? They're getting real better with these uh, handicap controllers uh, for video games. I'm I'm set for that too. So, yeah. Dude, guess what I played last night? Red Dead Redemption. You know how I did? No. No, no, part 2. Oh. Because we have our uh, our uh, our bet for Yeah, I haven't played it. I haven't played it once since we started. Me neither. That. Me neither. Uh, yeah. And I I I looked and I was like, "Ah, yeah, Joey fucked up. Fucked out of that too." Well, no. I mean, I still we still have time. We have until November eighth. Yeah. I, I, no, my my daughter was was voted best carny at uh, Six Flags, and so oh, they really? gave her a free copy of Red Dead Redemption Two. Get the too. fuck like, out of here! That's awesome. I know. I was like, wow, that's a real prize, and, and all you're doing is convincing people to shoot water in a clown's mouth to break a balloon. I mean, that's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, and, and so I, I told her, I says, well, I'm playing it, so install it on my PlayStation as well. Oh, you got it for PS4. She got it for PS4. Oh, okay. And I got it from her for PS4. Nice. How yeah. is it? Is it good? I only played the like the um, the opening, you know, the uh, the learn how to play introduction. Okay. Because it was Halloween night, I just like so I, I just played it last night for like an hour or two, and then I I just as it got to the part where you could do whatever you want, I was like, I'm going to bed because <laughs> because I'm fucking 45. So yeah. fuck this noise. Yeah, I got you. Um, but. Yeah, I just I just had to brag about that. That's right, because because apparently like Lilith, who's working like minimum wage now, she was telling Holly, "I'm buying that when it comes out." And meanwhile, I'm like, "I'd buy that when it comes out, but that's too fucking expensive. I'll just wait until it goes on sale." Yeah, and I they, I can't. I just can't. No, I, I no, hear it's no. great, but I can't just can't spend sixty dollars. But then neither of us had to buy it. It was like shit. I'm playing it now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, I am gonna buy it, but you know what? In a month or two, because it's Rockstar. Their shit sells so well in a month or two, it'll be like half the price. Or Holly 40 says bucks. hi. Hi. Um, yeah, the, yeah. Christmas is right around the corner, so there'll be sales. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's why I'm. That's why I'm waiting for um, We Happy Few. I'm waiting for that to drop. I think that did bit. just go on sale, but uh, it didn't drop that much. Which one? We Happy Few. I think it dropped oh, like ten, only ten dollars or something. No, I'm, I'm. I'm waiting for like twenty dollars. Yeah, well, it, we should hit that for their Christmas sale or like New Year's. They always yeah. they always have some massive sale. I, I uh, might around Christmas. Yeah, depending on how money is, I might break and buy Fallout when it comes out. Even though I, I'm not into the whole multi multi million ma, 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 morgue thing. Oh right, right, right. But um, I might just bow to tradition. But I don't know. Yeah, that's I still have the, other games uh, that. Uh, Fallout seventy six. Yeah, but I still have other stuff I haven't even started yet. I just, I bought, uh, they had it on clearance for Halloween. I bought um, clearance on sale. Clearance. Outland 2. Okay. I never finished the first one. Oh. Oh, like yeah, through. yeah. Outland 2. Yep. Yeah, I haven't finished the first. I have I have um, The Evil Within. Oh, right. The second one they have on sale, I never even started the first one. You know what's funny? They don't, they just uh the second game takes place in union new jersey or it says union the town of union uh-huh. and uh and i'm like it's got to be new jersey i mean well how many unions are there in this country there there's like four the country's a union joey well it is 
but it's like the town of Union, a place for uh, it's like a great place for community or some shit like that. That's what said like someone who's lived in Jersey all his life. Well, yeah. (laughs) Well, I would just if Union is uh, the the um, the inspiration for the game, I'm like, that's pretty cool. But, you know, the only way you know is you talk to a developer. All right. So we're going to review Legion. Right. Oh, boy. <laughs> which, <laughs> which which has Dennis Quaid in it. That's right. He's like the the, main, like the, the big actor in there. Uh, well, big actor, but I, I don't think he's like the top build or anything. I think he's just in there. No, I uh, think they used him to try and sell this movie. I I don't know. I, I think like when you say top actor, I mean like most recognizable. Oh, okay. But that's probably it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> again, played. I've been I've been putting this film off since 2010. And I know you have too. I yeah, I am like I'm not going to watch this movie on purpose. I, if I, it come, it's come come up in a challenge, yeah, we're good. We're there. Oh, dude! By the way, I just blew up the, the uh, poster, right? And and the 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 Photoshop job they did to put an Uzi in the angel's hand. Oh, it's terrible! It's so fucking bad. <laughs> it's it's like they just had like an intern do it. It was like it's like yeah, we don't even give a fuck anymore. Just just. <laughs> I got I gotta see it now. <laughs> it's, it's amazingly bad. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> Holy Christ, that's yeah. Wow, that's fucking terrible. It's like yeah, we we Wait went a minute. to like, that, I, that I think is that one of the original posters. I believe Holy it is. Shit. Yeah, it, it really is. It's almost like they said, "Hey, it's like whoever's doing is like, oh look, uh, the web page for Mafia Wars Three has an image of an Uzi. Let me grab that." And that's Paul Bettany, who is Vision in the uh, Avengers films. And he was uh, Jarvis before he became Vision. He was um, I, Iron Man's robot. Or I the, like to, but I like to remember him as Chaucer in A Knight's Tale. A Knight's Tale, yeah. Knight's Tale, not A Nice Tale. I know the movie. I know, but you gotta say it right. I said A Knight's Tale. It sounded like Nice Tale. No, th- please. I'm it not, is. I'm nice not the tale. one who's been drinking absinthe all night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I had a coworker who saw a film recently is like, yeah, I thought it was weird. Like they had music that like, wasn't from that time period. It was like, yeah, anachronistic music. It's like, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> like, no, it's, actually, it's actually quite common. I mean, like, you know, you've got, uh, you've got, um, uh, Lady Hawk and then a nice tale and, uh, Plunkett McLean. And he's like, just staring at me. Like, I just, just like, <laughs> like I just started talking in Latin. And I was like, never mind. Just go back to your fucking job. I said, <laughs> Oh man, there is a lot of uh, gummy types of special effects where the the, the CGI of the, it they just look like like they're made of like the mouth gum. Yeah, <laughs> it's very just like uh, like plasticky and gummy. The minute I saw Legion was on the list, I was like, oh yeah, Joey hates the fucking mouth thing. We got to do this, dude. Got to do this. The oh, the mouth thing. It's so fucking bad. And, and you know, I hate it's, it's it like, so fucking much. And, and I could see from two still shots from the old lady in the diner and the dude yeah. from the opening of the show. That's it twice. And I can guarantee you it's done way more times in the movie. Yeah, it's one of those things, too, where it's like my Plex account, I get to choose what's on it. <laughs> and and this movie's on it. My, I don't have it, so I have to get it now. 
All right, I do. And no, I'm like, I'll get it. But, don't worry. But, but why? <laughs> why? For I, review I purposes films only. I want to see, and I understand films like, okay, man, I should see that. This doesn't apply. Yeah. Why do I have it? Obviously, I have an illness I, where I must injure myself on a regular basis. I, I don't know. Hmm. And I hang have, on a minute. I'm, I'm going to tell you. Exactly what, what, have, wait, I might have it on my Plex. You might. Holy shit. You know what? I think I do. Let me look real quick. Movies. Oh. Oh, I can tell you exactly what I was watching when, when my parents started watching Ron White and I got pissed off. What was that? It's called Revenge. What was it's it? A re- it's a French film called... All right. Um, I forget if it was Saturday or what, but there's one day I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just watching fucking movies. So I watched Ocean's 8. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it yet. Not bad. Yeah. It was fun. Then I watched The Commuter. It's the one with Jackie Chan? No, Liam Neeson. Oh, that one. That's you're, the one where he's on the train. Of, you're, you're thinking of the foreigner. The foreigner, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The commuter's the one where he's on the train, and 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 uh, Norma Bates from the Bates Motel TV series makes him like try to yeah. kill somebody. I do not and, have Legion, so I got to get it. All right, well, I've got it. If you want to watch it off mine, no, I get it. Um, and then, but then the last, the third film I watched. So I watched like a, a, a mainstream film, and then I watched a cheesy, shitty f- mainstream film, and this French film called Revenge, which is it's a rape revenge flick. It's 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 I spit on your grave, but in the desert, with French people. Got it. And it's pretty good. The ending is fucking amazingly bloody. Oh really? I mean, like, yeah. The end. The end is just like Jesus. There's so much blood. <laughs> <laughs> this is really. It's a decent film. I'm like halfway through it, and all of a sudden it stops. Like, what the fuck? And I look up, and I, I look it up. I go back to my computer in my office. It's like, oh, someone's watching Ron White. I wonder who that is. <laughs> Why do you have it? <laughs> Because I mean I don't I, I like Ron White I, I don't dislike him but because I, I still I grab comedy I still grab comedy specials that of of comedians that I like so then I occasionally I can go watch them and if I don't like them I delete them okay and but but of course I grabbed what my parents like so I was like fuck and it's like it's a weekend it's like god damn it so I just had to I had to fuck with the uh, the speeds for a couple of times and then it finally started playing again oh, okay well just, yeah. Well, first I'm watching it's fine, and then all of a sudden the resolution shot to like 10 bit. Well, you can change that for them. Uh, yeah. You, every everybody outside of your house, you can you can choose how they they see it. I do, but it never sticks. I don't know what's, what's no, going it, on. No, it'll stick. You got to do it at the server end. And I, I you not, change it to I, two megabit, and you'll be fine forever. I'm telling you, I do that, and it doesn't stick because computers hate me, I don't and I you. work for technical support, so that's funny. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you what I did see recently. I'm telling you right now, Revenge 2018. Yeah, commend it. Okay. I, All right. I just watched uh, real quick before we end the show. I just watched Upgrade. Oh yeah, and and I I thoroughly enjoyed it. All right. Did you like the ending? Not really. Thank you. I'm just we're getting too old. Yeah, it must be. The ending hit, and I was like, well, that's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't promote any real sequels either. Not well, that, I, not, that I, not that I'm asking for a sequel, but it's like, not to give away the ending. We could talk about it off air, but there's a different way I would have ended that, and it would have been fun. Right. So, well, 
Well, here and here here's the hypocrisy in our views because we were just talking about mimic, and I was talking about how the ending would be great if the husband died, and and the woman realized that she was a die childless, but had to raise this autistic kid that she didn't even know. Right. And 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 that this was a portent for the end of humanity, but with but with um, upgrade, I was like, well, this is a downer. <laughs> so obviously, my priorities are all fucked up, all over the place. Yeah, but uh, uh, all right, let's you, let's end you, this. You know what it is? I, I really do have a problem with a film where they make you care for a character and then they fuck you at the end. Yeah, that is true. I again, certain films it works. Um, Miracle Mile. Ex Machina works in that. Ex Machina, it works there too. It works really well in that. Right. But for some reason, Upgrade, I was like, couldn't you end more like Hardcore Harry did? Or, or Hardcore Henry. Henry. Henry? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's a better ending. <laughs> <laughs> you, and even, even as I'm thinking, I'm like, you pussy. <laughs> the fuck's your problem? <laughs> this is a perfect film. Shut the fuck up. It's like, but I don't like the ending. Shut up. <laughs> I <sighs> myself and everything. It's all awkward. I had all right, like, everybody. And, and crying in the shower. Well, don't, don't cry in the shower. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, as always, for joining us for another episode of Movie Psychotastic, episode 284. Pretty sure it's a That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, so you can go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. You can download the show there. You can listen to the show there. You can join us live every Thursday at 8 o'clock and hang out with us while we review something and just tag along. It's a lot of fun. You can go to our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Everything we post from when we go live to trailers to, uh, you know, just whatever we think is fun or cool goes on there. Like, for instance, I downloaded Penitentiary 2, and I have to take a screenshot from the opening because they use a Star Wars scroll in there. And I'm like, wow, this is way out of fucking place. <laughs> but in the beginning, the guy, the main character is talking to his sister, and it says playing, it says uh, funky music playing. <laughs> like, I gotta take a screenshot of that. <laughs> I gotta put oh. it on the Facebook page. Oh, dude, recently there's like been some great my, uh, we've been putting on subtitles for some of these films because the accents are so thick. Right. And sometimes some of these uh, and these are closed captioned for the hearing impaired. Okay. Like on Netflix. So sometimes the descriptions are just fucking awesome. <laughs> they they like, are. I, 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 my favorite is still the one I have that uh, that was on our our um, that I put on our uh, Tumblr page from Night of the Comet. Oh yeah, when they're shooting the machine guns and it's just a girl holding her ear and it says Cox. Ah, <laughs> uh, you can go to our <laughs> iTunes uh, and you could download or listen to the show there. If you go there, make sure you leave us a review. We always appreciate it. You can leave us email. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, which we will play on the show, as, as we will read your email too. That's 908-514-4470. And you can download the free app for your Android device. 100% free. Everything I said is in there, and it's pretty awesome. But, you should get but it. it. Don't, it stop, 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 stop. They don't know that. <laughs> they're going to know when they can't find it. Yeah, well, they're going to find out that it's going to be working eventually. So when they listen to past episodes... We don't have to do this every time. If you get me that fucking code. I know. I'm trying. Fucking busy. <laughs> Preparing for a massive upgrade is going to take two years of my life. <laughs> anyway. And that's uh, that's it. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Oh, fuck. I had something. I had something and I forgot it. Uh, it was good, too. Oh, was it? 
Mr. Damn Funny it. Shoes. Mr. Funny Shoes. Yeah, I, I can go with that, you but it, it doesn't that. feel right. No? It's okay. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, it's whatever. Guillermo. Guillermo. It's an average ending for an average movie. Guillermo. 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 All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Uh, bye. Bye. Guillermo.